Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. His word and through prayer. He makes a point of letting us know that both Peter and Cornelius had these supernatural experiences during deliberate times of prayer. How often do you talk to him? How often are you listening to him in prayer, reading what he's already spoken? How is your prayer life? Do you involve God in all your life, some of your life, none of your life? Today in his message, Pastor David reminds us of what a life walked closely with God looks like, and then also what a life lived apart from God can be like. Choose the life with God. It will be full of peace, joy, and love. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Acts chapters 10 and 11 as he continues his message, Supernatural Experience. The Israelites had had grown to miss this idea to some degree, thinking that they tended to not remember that God had told them he would make them a light to the nations. He had sent them in to to bring justice to some areas, some cultures that had been so destructive that they needed to be removed. But everywhere they went, God brought people into his family who weren't Israelites. He brought in the lineage of Jesus. There's so many who were not Israelites, Rahab and Ruth and uh, so many others. There's this, God had this plan throughout history to bring people to himself from every culture. And so when Peter went back to the Jewish believers in chapter 11, he's reminding them this is, this is always the plan. God's promise is consistent. This isn't out of line with what God has already showed us. And again, this illustrates for us, if you're going to recognize God speaking to you and leading you places beyond just the written word, first you have to know him through what he's already said. You have to know him. To be able to go into those uncharted places safely, you have to be rooted in what is safe. Like a vine can't grow without structure. You need to have that structure. You need to have that core support to flourish. You need to have that core. And that drives us toward the third point, the final point. We need to seek the Lord through his word and through prayer. He makes a point of letting us know that both Peter and Cornelius had these supernatural experiences during deliberate times of prayer. How often do you talk to him? How often are you listening to him in prayer, 
reading what he's already spoken. Again, desire it. He will work through you and teach you. He promises to. And just consider this with me. What could be better than spending time with the one whose identity, whose nature is love? He tells us that he is love. And I mean, you could take the whole week and just sit with that, just chew on what that means. Because it doesn't mean, it's not our little emotional, fluffy, you know, chemical reaction in our brain's idea of love. It's so much richer than that. It, it does involve the justice that protects his people, the justice that judges what is evil and opposed to the truth. It's the source of his joy and humor. I hope you can hear that in some of those verses. He, Jesus is funny. He has, he invented funny. It's his idea. He's so creative and humorous and tender. And he has these different things that are all expressions of the fact that his identity is love. You don't know anyone else who is love. Only he is love. And he invites you to sit with him and be taught by him about how to do today, how to go through your life. He promises to train you and shape you and recreate you. So it is worth our time. He's worthy of it. And there's no quota in his love. He doesn't tell us you need to do, you know, seven prayers a day. You need to read through Genesis to Revelation every year. He doesn't give us rules like that. What he does give us are principles. 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 to 18, says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Psalm 105, verse 4 says, Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his presence continually. Seek his face continually, depending on how it's translated. The Hebrew there is really his face. Press. He tells us right now, it's like we're looking through a dirty window, through a glass dimly. He says, but press in. Seek it anyways. Get, you know, up against the glass. Get close. Because he tells us in Jeremiah 29, 13, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. You know, this is something you may not sense a ton. A lot of times I've found that when I ask God to guide me and I'm, I'm seeking him, in the moment I may not sense very much. I'll look back and realize how much he was doing, how involved he was, how much he was leading me and teaching me and how present he was in everything. But in the moment, sometimes it's amazing. And I'm aware, like I said, I mean, there's been once or twice where there's like, it was a supernatural experience. There have been these times where like Jesus is talking to me. Most of the time, I'm not really aware of like, oh, you know, that was Jesus. You know, I'm just feeling him. He's just guiding my direction. I look back and I realize how much he was present. Like when I push my daughter in the shopping cart, she thinks she's in charge, you know, she talks to me about it and she has her, her input and it, you know, I love the connection, but I'm still guiding it. I'm still, you know, she may ask me if we can go down the aisle, down the toy aisle and we do that, but I'm driving. She thinks she's driving, but I'm driving. You think you're driving and God will let you do some stuff. If you seek him, you'll look back and you realize how much he's 
directing, how much he's guiding, how present he is. And one last little note on that. Think again about Peter and Cornelius. They had these really regular rhythms here. And I think it's such a good reminder for us. Cornelius had this. It tells us he did it. It was His fasting schedule was so known that the city knew about it. You know, it was like everybody told when they come to Peter, they're like, he, he prays throughout the week. You know, he's fasting throughout the week and he's giving alms. And the Bible tells us he did, it wasn't a show. He was doing it because he feared God. It wasn't about him putting on the show of it. But he just, it seems like maybe he skipped breakfast and lunch. You know, by 3 p.m., it sounds like he may have been finishing up a couple times a week, two or three times a week. He had this built into his rhythm of the week that he set that time aside to seek the Lord. Peter was just waiting for lunch. Lunch was cooking and he was hungry, so he's like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go pray because I don't wanna smell the food, you know? And so he, he took his time and he's just seeking the Lord in that time throughout the regular rhythm of the day. I mean, for me, I try regularly to, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I try to make it pretty much the first thing I do that I'm reading through a section of scripture and asking God about it. And a lot of times I'll see him use it as I'm going throughout my day, but it's just a way to sit and be with him and hear from him from what he's already read, what he's already written and talk with him. And then a lot of times I like to use my car rides and stuff. You know, my kids go to school in Hollywood, so it's a 45 minute car ride. So I've got time to be alone, you know, like Peter waiting for lunch. I'm just sitting and praying and maybe I'll put on, you know, listen to the audio Bible or maybe, you know, listen to some worship music and just use that as part of your daily rhythm. You know, I know that, okay, on Thursday at 4 p.m. I've got a car ride, so I'm going to talk to you in that time, God, you know, and have that built in in addition to your just daily rhythm. He tells us, he has set these things up, so many little things in our world to direct our hearts to him, that creation declares his glory, that one day tells of him to another, that the rain providing for our food, that it, it testifies of his goodness. He hasn't forgotten about you. The rain comes again tomorrow. The cool weather is going to roll in again this week. And let that direct your heart to the fact. Let that be a reminder of him smiling at you. That sense of he is present. He sees you and he loves you. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor David Fountain's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m., and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. 
Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.